Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about things that you need to toss from your bathroom. Now, many of you are not from the naturopathic worldview and might not be familiar with toxins. So I would highly recommend that you go through my back catalog of episodes. You know, there's hundreds of them. In the early first 200, we really dealt with a lot of toxins that are found in our house that contribute to cancer. So you have to understand, a lot of things that we use in our body, we think we need simply because advertising has been telling us for decades, if not longer, that we, quote, need them. A great example of this is women in makeup. Why do women wear makeup? It's to simulate sexual arousal. They don't know this is why they've been wearing makeup because it just passed from generation to generation. Mothers teach it to daughters, and of course they see the magazines and TV and so forth. But this is why. It's a similar sexual arousal. So essentially women who are working makeup are trying to show men that they see that they're aroused and therefore fertile and exhibit signs of fertility. But the large majority of things that you would find that men use are completely unneeded, but we think they're needed. And then you, you posit the idea of, of well, what did people previous to the the advent of advertising and so forth do to keep their body clean. Well, so let's just go through some things. Let's start with toothpaste. Toothpaste, definitely don't buy conventional toothpaste. Why? Sodium lauryl sulfate, that's the foaming ingredient. Might be linked to some, some allergy issues and some hormone disruption. But the bigger things are gonna be the parabens that are in it. We have a separate episode on parabens. If you go to the first 100 episodes, that is an endocrine hormone disruptor. And then the big thing, of course, is going to be fluoride. You should all have fluoride-free toothpaste. Tom's of Maine has one, Kiss My Face. There's a lot of brands that are fluoride-free, especially now in the last few years where I think America in general, you know, I, I think I've talked about it before, how there's going to be the haves and the have-nots, kind of like the Eloys and the Morlocks from World of the Worlds. Or, I'm sorry, from Time Machine. Where like the, 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 the higher echelon people are gonna be shopping at Whole Foods because they're in the know of all the innumerable toxins in our food and environment. And that's gonna be maybe 15 to 20% of Americans, but 80% are gonna keep eating McDonald's and garbage all the time. And they're just gonna get sicker and die younger. So these are some of the issues that we're dealing with. So with toothpaste, fluoride is a known IQ lowerer. Harvard did a study on this 10 years ago how it clearly lowers the IQ of black children by 10 points. But we've known going back even further than that about fluoride's issues. I have a two-part episode. I'll try to put in the in the episode notes. If not, scroll through to about episode 60 or so. I do a two-part history on why fluoride got in the water and why it got into different products. And then 
the six or seven health effects that fluoride has. So please, with toothpaste, get it out. Gently, what drives me crazy is like when I used to have my children were younger, you could find fluoridated water that we, you, would, you would use for uh, baby formula because some women don't breastfeed or they can't produce milk. So you buy formula and of course you use water. Now, there'd be fluoride added water. So you could buy, you could use regular tap water, but you could actually go to your grocery store and get fluoride added water. Because of course the, the mindset is that's good for teeth enamel. Anyway, we're not going to spend too much time on it here because you can go to that two-part episode. But systematic or systemic ingestion of fluoride is horrific for your body. I mean, historically, there's some studies that showed that you need fluoride to, to strengthen your enamel, but too much fluoride leads to dental fluorosis. But either here nor there, buy fluoride-free toothpaste. Cologne. There's no reason why you should be wearing cologne, guys. Oh, but Gregory, I'm going to stink. I'm going to smell. First of all, cologne blocks your natural pheromones that attract women to you. So you are more likely to attract women if that's what you want when you go all natural. And your pheromones are normally emanated from your genitalia and from your armpit. That's where you smell the best. So yeah, on one level, you think that cologne is gonna make you smell better. Now it doesn't, it, it, I think some men, like we used to, you know, I'm Hispanic, we used to have the joke of the Mexican bath where you just, Mexicans would never bathe and we would just shoot cologne all over ourselves and so forth. But I understand like cologne doesn't make you smell good. It can, it can, it can give you an odiferous uh, veneer that makes you think that you smell better. But it actually, COCK blocks yourself because it is blocking your natural pheromone smell that women can smell. So I'd recommend that you do not wear cologne at all. Now in the olden days with perfume, and we're only going to stick with men's stuff here. But with perfume, perfume used to be made from essential oils, uh, essences of flowers. Like if you look at 17th century perfume and so forth. But all the perfumes and colognes made today are made from uh, factories, industrial grade factories. Most of them are not in America. Uh, so they're, they're just completely manufactured and they're horrible. So avoid the cologne. What about shampoos and conditioners? Well, look, how did we... How did we keep our hair clean back in the day? Well, we would use natural conditioners. Olive oil, for example. Women would use that for quite some time to clean the skin, to clean the hair. And even if you strip beyond that, we used to keep our hair clean by nature, our hair in itself, through the sebaceous glands of the follicles, keeps it clean. Now, I'm not saying that you should never wash your hair, but we always have to look back in time. It's like, how did humans keep stuff clean? And we want to get, we want to think that if you pick whatever century, 15th century, 18th century, 10th century, that everyone was in three inches of crusted dirt. And that's not true. That's not necessarily true. Clearly, they didn't have the hygiene that we have now. But we've gone to the point of thinking that we need a, a, a whole tray or a countertop of products that we simply don't need. So what would I tell you with shampoo and conditioner? Well, I would tell you that infrequently use it and try to find ones that don't have 
parfum, which is a toxin, and sodium lord, it's sulfate, sodium lauryl sulfate. These are the kind of things that make them foamy. And just use them sparingly. What about lotions? Men, do you really need to be using lotions? I mean, it is a little metrosexual to be using lotions. And if your skin is dry, there are natural things you can use. Coconut oil, sesame oil, olive oil. We have essential oil recipes here where you can get coconut oil and mix it with some, some essential oils. We have these, the Female Holistic Health Apothecary podcast. That was originally the essential oils and herbal apothecary. So we have tons of episodes 50-something episodes on respective essential oils and how they could be good for, let's say, the skin in particular. So with lotions, you can easily make your own lotions. Easily. What else? What else? You could do laundry detergents. You can find ingredients or recipes for homemade laundry detergents online as well. The, the Ajax, the Borax, the Tide... These have a lot of not great ingredients in you. Now, as a whole, they're not going to affect you negatively, but there's just a lot of industrial great stuff in there, and you can make your own homemade laundry detergents, dishwasher detergents, and so forth, things like that. What about mouthwash? Well, we know industrial grade mouthwash has alcohol. Alcohol is a class one carcinogen. It also has food dyes, which are linked to hyperactivity and bladder cancer and tons of preservatives. So how can you keep your mouth clean? Well, you could oil pull. We have episodes and podcasts here on oil pulling, just swishing some, let's just say, coconut oil in your mouth. And you can definitely find uh, homemade or non-toxic mouthwashes. Some of them, though, you need to be careful because they can discolor your tongue. Certainly floss and use non-fluoride toothpaste. But I would, you know, unless you have deep grooves in your tongue or have a history of having bad breath, I would honestly just stay away from mouthwashes. You really don't need them. Deodorants. We have essential oil deodorant recipes here. Deodorants, honestly, in my opinion, don't even be, need to be used in the winter when we're not sweating. But you can easily make homemade deodorant, and we have recipes here. All you have to do is coconut oil, some baking powder, or baking soda, I should say, and then whatever drops of essential oils that you have, depending what smell you want. So like cedarwood, sandalwood, these are more masculine smells, and then of course women with rose, jasmine. Uh, I would throw in some tea tree, which is just a natural, good natural antimicrobial. But again, you don't need to be spending three, four dollars on a deodorant stick when you can make your own. Same for soaps doesn't require a lot to make your own homemade soaps. So my point is this. Next time you, you're going to your counter and you're looking at all these things, and you, especially women, you know, women are notorious for this. They have all these things. You don't need most of those things. You're being manipulated and seduced by companies because, of course, you know, if they can convince people at a very young age that you need these things, they have customers for life. And the, the most obvious, easy one is going to be toothpaste. Right? Is there no better stock to invest in than toothpaste stock? Who's going to stop using toothpaste? So you look at toothpaste. And, and women, of course, make up 80% of a department store or 80% of a mall is for female apparel. So if you can get the women 
stuck on this. Shampoos, conditioners, lotions from Bath and Body Works, there, perfumes, of course, makeups. Then you have a customer for life. So we always talk about be independent thinkers, be unique individuals, step back and realize, I don't need most of these things. And if you're going to use them, make them homemade. Last thing, I would recommend if any of you want to continue using the conventional toiletries and cosmetics, Environmental Working Group is a great consumer advocacy group. They do the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 every year of produce. They have an app called Skin Deep. You can download it and you can type in whatever lotions that you have at your house and it'll tell you and it'll give you a toxin grid, whether or not it's toxic, not too toxin and so forth. So I'd recommend that. So guys, again, just think outside of the box and just don't be a slave to big big business, big toiletry, big cosmetics. If you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds if you have an Apple product. Also, you can post a review on Spotify. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. Please make a donation. I'll have to fray the cost of posting this in a server because I don't make any money off of this. And there's also a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website, where you can find all my past articles, podcasts, and recipes. Until next time, take care. God bless. And lastly, please subscribe and follow to The Awakened Man. Confessions of an obese child and female holistic health apothecary. Until next time, take care. God bless. And pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music, courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.